0: Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. I'm Amy Preston and it is my absolute purpose in life to empower women to truly value themselves and step into their very best self in body, mind and confidence. I hope you enjoy this podcast and if at any point you think, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Amy as my coach, please do just drop me a message on Instagram at APFitCoach and please do help me on my mission to empower as many women as possible, like, share, rate, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Without further ado, let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to Live Your Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today. It means so much to me and I reckon you're gonna get a lot out of today's episode. So I'm gonna be talking today about the real reason it's so hard to achieve lasting results. Now, something I often hear from women is the kind of phrase, I know what to do, but I can't seem to do it. And then often that's followed with, I don't know what's wrong with me, like, it should be easy, surely it's just down to that diet and exercise, why can't I do it, why can I kind of get to a certain point, get great results, and then revert backwards, there must be something wrong with me, no, 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 there is nothing wrong with you at all, and I want you to know that that is so, so common, so many women feel this way, you're not alone in feeling this way, And here's the reason why. Long term results, okay, whether we're talking fat loss or any goal, okay, long term results is not simply about your diet and your exercise. That's the easy part, okay? What it's really about is behavior change, okay? So long term results will not happen unless we change our behaviors and this is something that is so so underrated okay we instantly think if we want long term results that's it we just we just cut out foods we just go to the gym we just build in a few workouts but we miss the part where it's actually about behavior change and until you can understand this and really really grasp it those long term res- results will be really hard to achieve so in order to achieve our goals, to achieve any goal, okay? Because what a goal is, is something different to where we are at now, okay? So it's taken us from where we are at now, can't talk today, to where we want to get to, all right? And that requires us to change our behaviors from where they're at now. Because what got us to where we are now won't get us to that place. We have to adapt and change. We have to shift our identity and we have to shift our behaviors in line with that. So genuine long-term change as an adult. So if you are looking for fat loss, if you are looking to lose weight and maintain it so that you constantly are not kind of forever on and off diets, losing weight, putting it back on. If you want that, you need to understand that genuine long-term behavior change as an adult is one of the hardest things you will ever do. Okay. So that is why you are saying, I know what to do, but why can't I do it? Or I know what to do. I just can't seem to do it. That's because it's not simply your diet and exercise. We are talking about the psychology here. Okay. We are talking about how your brain works because that is why you are being held back. Okay, it's not any fault of your own. It's nothing that you are doing wrong. Okay, I want you to know that. So as an adult, this behavior change is really probably one of the hardest things that you can do. So until about the age of around 25, our brains are really quite flexible and we can learn a lot, absorb a lot, remember stuff, change habits quite easily. But as we get older, after the age of 25, that starts to become incredibly tough because you are breaking old habits that aren't really serving you and building new ones. And in doing that, your biology is gonna work against you. It wants to keep you safe. Your brain wants to keep you safe. So it doesn't like change. Think how unsettling you feel when you are making changes, how unsettled you feel. Our brain wants to keep you safe. It wants to protect you. And it likes to run on these kind of norm networks that it knows. So any change out there, it's going to flag it up and it's going to try and pull you back in. And this is why it is so hard. Think of the times where you may have kind of gone all in on a diet, been doing great. Something happens, throws you off, you give up. Okay. And then you're stuck in that cycle. That is because this behavior change is so hard, because your brain is wanting to keep these norm networks. It's wanting to keep you safe. It's recognizing that you're uncomfortable and it's saying, no, 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 we need comfort. Stay in this safe zone. It doesn't want you to be unsafe. So I want you to know that and recognize that and be able to see that if you have sort of past attempts where you've tried and then feel like you failed. You haven't failed, okay? You were trying to go about behavior change, but maybe not thinking about it in that way. So this long-term behavior change also requires a lot of motivation, a lot of failing along the way, a lot of tough days, a lot of setbacks, and a lot of resilience is needed, okay? So this is also why it's so key to ensure that you're very self-compassionate along the way because it is not easy. And I think that sometimes people think, I just want to do this quickly. The easiest way, the easiest way is maybe just going on Slimming World, Weight Watchers, or a set diet that's going to be set out for me. Not paying any attention to the behavior change part, which is never going to be easy. All right. So understanding that you need self-compassion along the way because you are gonna hit these setbacks. You are gonna hit these kind of tough days, moments where you feel you failed. And if you're not self-compassionate on those days, it will lead you to throw the towel in. Think back to what you've tried before. It's why people come to me as a coach because they have had so many attempts on their own, trying it, trying it, trying it. And they feel like they failed because they've given up on those tough days, they've given up when they've had the setbacks. But in fact, those setbacks are an absolutely integral part of behavior change. You are not going to get long-term results, you are not going to change your behavior, step into that identity of that future you without those setbacks along the way. It's an absolutely key, key part of this whole Process. So, a really important part of this is understanding behavior change as a model. Okay. And there's so many different models in psychology of behavior change that are out there. But a really great one, if you want to look this up, I can't actually show you through a podcast, but a really great one is by James Prochaska, P R O C H A S K A, I believe. And he has a model called the six stages of behavior change. And it goes through from Pre-contemplation, where you're really not even that. It's not really on your radar even yet. That maybe you want to lose weight. Okay, you're still kind of going about your life. Maybe like catching a glimpse of yourself in the mirror here and there, and think, oh, "I don't like myself." Or, oh. but it's it's not really on your radar yet. Okay, and then it takes you round to contemplation. It's starting to bother you that little bit more. Maybe you're starting to kind of compare yourself to people. Maybe you're kind of getting changed for nights out and having 50 outfit changes because you hate how you look and everything. And you're starting to say, I really need to do something about this. I'm feeling really out of breath all the time. I don't feel good about myself. I'm worrying about my future. Into that contemplation stage there. And then you move on to your preparation and planning. So you're getting a bit more serious about this. And maybe you are kind of thinking, okay, I'm gonna actually start looking into maybe working with a coach or going onto a specific diet or following a certain program. And then that takes you into action phase, all right? Action phase where you're absolutely doing it, taking that action, you're in that plan, in that program, trying to build these great habits, these great behaviors. And then it takes you round to this maintenance stage. Now, around here, we're going to get a real sort of dip in motivation. It's inevitable. All right. Because when you first go in, think about when you've tried things before. And this is anything in life. When you go into something new, you're in that real excited, high motivation phase at the start. You're not going to go into something new feeling low in motivation. All right. Think back to anything new you start. You feel motivated. You want to do well. The motivation will be really high there. Okay. But as you go around, you are going to hit an inevitable dip in your motivation, it is part of the behavior change cycle. And that's around that sort of maintenance stage. And then next in the set in the cycle is relapse. It is a part of the behavior change cycle, an inevitable part of it. it is built in, there is no avoiding it. Okay, we need relapse in this cycle. So think back to what you tried before. You had those tough days. Maybe you were judging it on the scales weight or something and you had a few weeks where you didn't like what you saw in the scales and you thought you were working really hard but couldn't work out why you just weren't seeing the results, okay? Because to be honest the scales is the worst measure to go on, but we can talk about that another day. And you then hit this relapse. But when you hit relapse you have two choices. Okay? you can be really resilient take a lesson from what's happened ask why bring it back to your deeper why and keep going back round your behavior change cycle and each time you keep going it's almost like an upward spiral okay so you're getting closer and closer and taking lessons and building resilience and it's starting to feel easier it's starting to feel like everything is becoming a part of you now or you can hit that relapse And go totally off and say, I'm giving up. I'm throwing the towel in. I can't do this. Yeah. Or you can go on to, I'm going to try something else. Try it a different way. All right. But understanding this is so, so vital. Understanding, okay, yeah, this isn't just about me doing the surface level diet and exercise. Yes, it is. But actually what's controlling that is the mindset and this behavior change psychology behind it all. And what is so crucial in all this is understanding that that motivation is going to get low, okay? You, motivation is so fleeting. It's not something that we constantly have. It's not something that we can constantly kind of keep. It will come and go. But if you can understand that and manage your emotions around that and the way you're kind of challenging that and your thoughts around it, you will then be able to keep going. But where most people fail, all right, is where that motivation hits that inevitable dip, where you hit that kind of maintenance relapse and you start thinking, I can't do this, this is really, really tough. And often that can happen quite quickly if you go in and do sort of quick fixes. If you're like, right, that's it, I'm gonna totally cut out carbs, gonna go to the gym seven times a week, gonna get 120,000 steps every day, you want everything absolutely perfect. You go in really quick, and you're saying, "Right, I want this in six weeks. That's it. I want to lose, I want to lose a stone and a half. Six weeks. That's me." You are going to crash and burn, okay? Because you're going in in that prep and plan to action stage of that behavior change cycle very, very quickly, and you will burn out. It will feel too tough. All right, you'll want to make really drastic train changes that aren't going to serve you. And you will hit that relapse and totally burn out with it and say, I can't do this. I'm not enjoying this. This feels really, really tough. And you haven't given it a chance to embed. You haven't given it a chance for great behaviors to really embed and to be really then able to have these behaviors to serve you then forevermore. So you're going to hit that relapse and think, I cannot do this. Rather than hitting that relapse and saying, you know what? I can do this. I'm taking it slow. I'm taking it steady. I'm being self-compassionate. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to take my lessons. I'm going to build resilience here. I'm going to keep going because that's what resilience is. So if you are just kind of hitting that tough point and giving up, you're not building that resilience. That mental resilience is all about hitting that tough point because guess what? This is life and life will never be smooth. Life will always throw things at you. So on that point as well, you cannot wait for the perfect moment to start. If you are saying, I'm unhappy with how I look, I'm unhappy with my health and well-being. please stop waiting for things to be going really smoothly in your life, for, for you to have enough time, for you to have enough money. Because I'm telling you now, if you're making those excuses, you will always make those excuses. As I always say, we cannot get the TV remote and just press pause in life for everything to go smoothly so that you can start, all right? We want those tough times. That's where you're going to build resilience. That's where you're going to be stress tested. And it's so important in the behavior change cycle to be stress tested. can't get my words out, stress tested so that you know, do you know what? I can still carry on. I'm not throwing the towel in here. Life is throwing things at me left, right, and center, but I'm going to keep going, taking lessons and moving forward. But this is why coaching is so key. It is why people come to me, all right, because they realize, I know what to do, but I can't seem to do it. As I said at the start, one of the most common things I hear, I know what to do, but I can't seem to do that. What is wrong with me? Nothing is wrong with you. As I said at the start, it's just understanding this behavior change cycle, but understanding in behavior change cycle, the relapse is inevitable. So if you're going into this thinking, oh, it's gonna be smooth, swimmingly easy. Oh, it's gonna be wonderful, so easy. I'm gonna just do this. It's not. And this is why coaching is vital if you really wanna get lasting results. So often kind of people think that coaching maybe is just about giving someone a diet and a training plan. That is not what coaching is about. If you want that, you can go on Google and get those things. What a coach is about is un- helping you understand why, helping you understand your values, your vision, what's going on on for you, helping you understand from this deeper behavior change cycle what is going on, and helping you keep going, ensuring that you keep going when you hit. That inevitable relapse stage, ensuring you do not throw the towel in, but working with you to understand ways that you can adapt things, change things to make it easier. So, I think there's quite a common misconception as well with working with a coach that, oh my gosh, it's going to be so hard. I'm going to get shouted at. They're going to throw me in at the deep end. If that is happening when you're working with a coach, Get yourself a new coach because that is not coaching. Coaching is about making sure that it works with you, not against you. It's about ensuring that your mind and your body and everything is working together for you and helping you find ways to really make sure that the way you're working in terms of building these behaviors is complementing your life, not making it complicated. It's not about berating you when you haven't shown up for yourself and done things because that will always happen as well. It's about understanding why and working through that with you, giving you all the support that you could possibly need. And that's exactly how I work with my clients. So yes, of course, it is the surface level nutrition side of things, exercise side of things as well. But that's not what holds people back. Okay? It's the psychology behind it. It's the the Mindset behind it, it's the thoughts behind it, it's the habits behind it. Okay, that is what is controlling the behaviors. So, I want you to recognize how we can make this a little bit easier for yourself. So, to get this kind of long term change, if it's long term fat loss that you're after and you're noticing I'm constantly getting results, losing them, getting results, losing them, on, off, on, off. The way to kind of go about this is firstly, understand the behavior change cycle, okay? That is going to help you through. When it's a tough day, when you are hitting that relapse, it's understanding that relapse is important, it's inevitable, and life will never be plain sailing. But that relapse is showing you something. Take the lessons from it. Do not Throws a towel in at the relapse. It's understanding as well here that coaching is really key. Having the right support, people in your corner, not your friends in your circle, but people in your corner. Okay. Yeah. To sometimes challenge you on things, but to work with you, to get you to where you want to be is absolutely vital. And as I said before, that's not simply about just handing you a diet and an exercise plan. Okay, you can get that on Google. That's not what working with a coach is. Yes, of course, it encompasses those things as well. Yeah, but it's about understanding you and what you need to keep going to make sure that you do not relapse. And next up, it's self compassion, because without self compassion, that behavior change won't happen. If you are hitting that kind of relapse point, having that bad day, really tough time and saying, I can't do this. I'm going to throw the towel in. I've got no motivation anymore. I can't do it. Without self-compassion, you will give up. All right. But if you actually are self-compassionate and say, no, no, look, we've got a goal here. Let's head there. Bring out that fierce self-compassion. So self-compassion isn't about being easy on yourself. And I think that's People often have this misconception on self-compassion. It's about being soft on yourself and I'll never hit my goal if I'm soft on myself. It's the total opposite. So I like to think of it as fierce self-compassion. It's strong. It's powerful. And it's that inner parent for you that doesn't let you give up. All right. So without being self-compassionate, it's going to make the tough, tough part of behavior change, incredibly tough, especially if you're being hard on yourself. Imagine if you're, Talking to yourself negatively, being really tough on yourself, telling yourself you can't do it all the time, telling yourself, oh, only other people can do this. It's only going to be tougher. But imagine if you were changing those thoughts and actually saying, no, you can do this. Yeah, it's going to be tough because this was never meant to be easy, but you can certainly do this. So keep going. You will be bound to get those results. It will happen. And then managing your motivation. So, in terms of this, as I said, motivation is always fleeting. But if you can understand that, you can manage your motivation. And some key ways to do this are by taking small steps. So, not going all in at that plan and preparation and action phase of behavior change and totally burning yourself out, wanting that quick fix, making drastic changes. Your motivation is going to take a very quick dip if you are doing that. Yeah. But if you take small, gradual steps, and you're self-compassionate along the way, that motivation will be around for much, much longer, okay? It will be more steady. You will be able to manage it. There won't be drastic ups and downs in your motivation because you'll be enjoying it much, much more. And also in terms of managing your motivation, it's key to celebrate those small wins along the way. So rather than constantly focusing on, oh, I'm not here yet, I haven't done this yet, I haven't done this or I had a really bad day because I ate this cake or didn't do enough steps. Focus on the wins in every day. They're small wins because I can guarantee in every day you are making them. And also in terms of managing your motivation, focus on the process and enjoying the process rather than getting obsessed with the kind of weekly progress. And especially if you're focusing on the scales of that, redefine how you're seeing your results because the scales is not a good measure of your results find other ways to really kind of measure your results and then in terms of managing your motivation which is key to this behavior change cycle know your why without knowing your deep why and I'm not talking about my why is to lose a stone to fit in this dress I'm talking on a deep level perhaps this my why is to be able to lose this weight so that I can then go and have a baby okay and then be able to run around after my children and be as fit and as healthy and as active for as long as possible and then be alive to see them have grandchildren and maybe even great-grandchildren okay what is your deep deep why why do you really want it really explore that because when you're having a low motivation day that why is your guiding light and then finally in terms of this recognize what's impacting your mindset Yeah, so this is so key. So if you can be aware of kind of what things are impacting your mindset, it is going to really help you when you hit that relapse stage in this behavior change cycle. So be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your environment and be aware of others and what others are saying to you because they will be very quick to seep into your subconscious as well and impact your mindset and your mindset in behavior change is vital. So ladies, I really hope you found that helpful today and I hope it helped you understand and bring awareness to why perhaps in the past you have struggled, helped you identify that actually, yeah, this is far deeper than just diet and exercise. This is behavior change if I want lasting results. And I hope it's kind of given you an insight into how to go about that behavior change so you do not give up when you hit the inevitable relapse of behavior change. And if at any point when I was talking today, you thought, do you know what? I really like Amy and I really would love to work with Amy as my coach. Perhaps you're thinking, do you know what? If I work with Amy, when I hit that relapse in that behavior change, I can see that I would not give up, okay? Because I can guarantee when you work with me, you wouldn't. So, I will put in my show notes how to contact me if you want to find out a little bit more at any point about working with me in terms of coaching. I'll put my Instagram on there. I am always happy to chat. So drop me a message, ask any questions and also feel free to share this episode that you're listening to it in your Instagram stories. Please like it rate it subscribe to it and that massively helps me just have an impact on as many women as I can which is a huge huge mission of mine thank you as always for listening I hugely hugely appreciate it and I hope to chat to you as well sometime as I said I'll pop my Instagram in my show notes thank you so much have a fantastic day